Welcome to Inside the Booth. I am your host, Wes Booth, joined as always by my partner in crime on this money-making grind and my co-host, Mr. Lester Valenzuela. How's it going, Lester? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it was an interesting Thursday. Um, the Oakland Raiders lost. Um, you know, which... I'd hate to be a Raiders fan. Shout out to my buddies that are. I have a few that are really big, diehard Ra- Raiders fans, and that was a heartbreaker. They almost had it. <laughs> Michael Badgley, yeah. he's got to be one of the worst kickers in the league. Him and Dan Bailey competing with the for the worst kicker title, I think, at this point. I mean, yeah, Dan Bailey, Cody Parkey's in that. <laughs> Man, Dan yeah, Bailey, I think, I think Dan Bailey missed four kicks uh, on the last weekend. Last week, yeah, yeah, and... Man, it's something's in the air with with kickers. This, I mean, over the last couple of years, we've just seen kickers regress and be less. I, I think clutch in the last little while, and I don't know why that is. You don't see guys like Vinatieri. All you get is like Justin Tucker, right? Like, and, and I was just about to say, unless your name is Justin Tucker, because that man, he came out in the clutches and won my Baltimore Ravens. One of the biggest games they've ever had. And, you know, I've been a Ravens fan for 20-plus years, and that was probably, a well, I'd say top three game for sure because there's a few up there that are memorable to me for other reasons. But in terms of just up and down, and I couldn't, just the the monkey off the back when they got it, that was an unbelievable comeback. And, you know, shout-out to the Cleveland Browns. They showed me something that I didn't expect out of that team. They were down by two scores, and Baker led them down the field to score twice. And he, you know what? I hate to admit it, but he's got that Cleveland Browns team right where they need to be. And I think they have the answer there. I don't like him. I don't think he's necessarily the same type of quarterback that you see winning games. But he's going to get the job done for you. Yeah, I, 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 still, have, I still hesitate with Baker Mayfield. Um, he's, um, don't get me wrong, a really good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I just don't see him ever being able to win it all, you know? Like, he just, I just don't see that in his future, unfortunately. I don't, you know, I You know, I, I, don't know. I, I thought that too, but then all you really need is a good run game and a great defense, and you have a good chance at winning it all. I mean, that's, that's Joe we, Flacco. <clears throat> yeah, Joe Flacco, Trent Dilfer. Like, there's a <laughs> lot of quarterbacks that have won with great running Nick games. Nick Foles. Yeah, so, uh, anyways, let's get straight into the action here. Uh, I want to talk about last week a bit. We noticed some big, well, you know, shout out to this podcast. We went absolutely bonkers, bonkers. last week. Bonkers. Uh, 15 for 21 on the podcast for myself. I believe you were 12 or 13 for 20. Like, we just were crushing it. And those were only just because of little bad beats that you took as well uh, over unders. So, I mean, like, we we were on the right page for the games. Uh, Like like I was saying at the end of the show, too, the over-unders were scaring me a little bit. And those were the ones that ultimately crushed us because Philadelphia came through for me. Jalen Hurts, he had a hell of a game. There were some pretty big upsets that people didn't expect to go through with. And, you know, we profited well. I think we can continue this because this week, when you look at the spreads, there's a lot of really large spreads and there's a lot of really tiny spreads. So, you know, once again, we're getting those boomer bust kind of games, if you will. And it started with tonight. There was a close three-point game. We talked about it a bit there. The Raiders didn't show up very well. The Chargers ended up getting that win. So the Raiders now are looking at the playoffs. I don't think they're going to make it, man. Like they, they, yeah. they are going to hope for a lot of teams to lose on this, you know, last three weeks we got here. Do you picture them? Sorry to say, sorry to cut you off there, but do you do you picture the Raiders uh, as a playoff team now, or do you think that that bubble has burst? Um, I just don't think they got the defense to to make any noise mm-hmm. at this point. It's it's tough to win football games when you, you know, you, you, your defense can't make a stop. Um, and that's, I, and I mean, they were close. I think there was a bet, but look, look at the, the final play of the, or a couple of play, like right at the end of the game, the Oakland Raiders, a bad penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, two bad basically penalties. Cost, yeah, two bad penalties, but mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the bad penalty uh, where he hit the head of uh, Herbert there. Yeah. 
it, that cost him the game, and you're not going to win football games that that way. Um, I don't, and especially we don't know how long, and if Derek Carr is going to miss any, any time. Mm-hmm. And shoot, we've seen what Marcus Mariota is for a starting quarterback for a team, and I mean they had Derek Henry, they had a, a similar team, and he didn't do anything. What? What would be any different? I I just don't see it. Unfortunately, yeah. I I think the bubble is gone. Yeah, me as well. I'm I did have this Raiders team making the playoffs a few weeks ago when we had our predictions, but that's because I pictured them winning this game. Before the game, I predicted that they would come out and smash the Chargers. Their defense would show up. It would be one of those games where you didn't expect their defense to be really good. You know what I'm saying? And they come out yeah. and they have a few interceptions, maybe a few turnovers. They didn't do that. Their defense was non-existent. Mind you, they were missing four big starters. That is, that's crucial. But the one, the one key thing that I took away from this game is the Chargers can win without Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Does that make them even scarier when they have a completely healthy team coming into next season? Listen, this team is is a team to look out for in the coming years. Justin Herbert seems to be the answer there in uh, Los Angeles, and, <laughs> and he's massive, man. He's six foot six. Six foot six. He reminds me of Carson Wentz, but the good Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. not the bad Carson Wentz. He reminds um, me of uh, Cam Newton. He reminds me of a little less mobile Cam Newton. Yeah, uh, I I seen him take off out of the pocket today, make a run. I think he picked up about twenty yards. And to be to be honest with you, he he's hard to bring down, and he's not the type like Josh Allen who's gonna go out and give himself up for big hits constantly. So I believe that he's gonna be able to have a long lasting career. Yeah, um, I mean like we've seen the fall of many quarterbacks. Look at Jared Goff look at Carson Wentz like we thought the world of them and now mm-hmm. um you know Jalen Hurt might be the starting quarterback from here on in in Philadelphia oh that's just a, a wild scenario uh yeah. let's get into the Saturday and Sunday games here we get the funky schedule because of Christmas coming up here week 14 can you believe it we only have a few weeks left of making this hot Dallas and it's it's upsetting because yeah. we we Got on hot streaks here near the end, and I don't want it to go. So let's continue this into Week 14. The Bills and Broncos are the first Saturday night, Saturday morning game. Sorry that we have. The Bills are six-point favorites on the road. Is there anything that makes you want to lean towards that plus six for the Broncos? I mean, Drew Locke had a career day last week. Yeah. Um. This one's a tough one. It's in Denver as well. Yeah. Um. And it's getting colder in Denver. Who it's a, it's a cold team, though. It's a cold team. Buffalo yeah. plays good in the cold as well. Uh, so you it's... know what? You're, um, don't they play in an arena, though? <clears throat> no. No, Buffalo no? does not. Oh. No. New era is outside. Oh, yeah. That's right. right here. And, um, and, you know, like, they, they both have the cold weather. They both have – they're both. Josh Allen is built for the cold weather. Yeah. I, I think, think Drew Locke is. Mm, still. Good point. Good point. I do think this Denver team, like I said last week – they're they're hella underrated. Uh, they beat the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers were a little shorthanded, but still, Denver Broncos. I I don't think this point spread should be six. I think they're being really generous to Buffalo. Uh, I do. Before this show, actually, uh, a few hours ago when I was making these picks, I did have the Bills at minus six. But after I went and looked at some of these things and looked at the total of forty nine and a half, I, I don't think they're giving enough credit to this Denver Broncos offense again. Yeah, I. It, it, again, it's really tough. Um, a, a lot of other sports books uh, have the total at a lot lower. Um, really? Yeah, yeah you've got um, minus five. Um, yeah, minus six. Actually, minus six tends tends to be the consensus. But I'm I'm I actually agree with this total. Uh, Buffalo is just to me the better team. Um, they're the playoff contender, and I think. When we start talking about the road to the playoffs, mm-hmm. they they have a goal in sight. They they want to make the playoffs. Denver isn't really playing for anything except for mm-hmm. trying spoiler. to be the spoiler. And yeah, this at is this the... point, who, who, I, I'm, I'm, always, I'm going to pick the team that needs the win rather than the team that doesn't need the win. Fair enough. But then you look at a game like tonight, in Thursday night's game. 
the Raiders needed the win to get into the playoffs. They didn't come out and play as well as yeah. we thought they would have. Absolutely. And I think but that's what happens is when a team gets down. Like if there's a if you have the classic spoiler versus the team that needs to get into the playoffs, I feel like the team that needs to get into the playoffs, if they get down early in the game or if they can't generate offense quick enough, they have a harder time getting back into that matchup just strictly based on the fact that now they're stressing. You know, they're putting that pressure on themselves. Whereas the team yeah. that has nothing to play for, they're kind of just laughing and they're playing with ease. They're playing relaxed. They're playing loose. Uh, Denver Denver scares me in every matchup that they play when the when the total is like this. <coughs> because I just I don't I don't think that they're that bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and and that's yeah. no disrespect to, to Buffalo. Buffalo is a great team as well. Um, I will counter that though. Um, how many times have we seen Buffalo down and come back and win the game? I think they have three times this season mm-hmm. how many se- times have you seen denver up not very yeah, many fair enough um and yeah i don't think i think buffalo is gonna blow them out this week uh i'm picking the, the six point spread that's an easy one for me to call oh yeah you got the bills at minus six right oh absolutely are you going to stay away from this total or are we gonna have a lot of total picks this week or no um i i mean i'm always gonna pick the totals for the pod it doesn't necessarily mean that i'm going to pick the total yeah but, yeah yeah uh, i'm gonna go with the i'm gonna go with the over on this one this one uh i mean you're right drew lock got hot josh allen has been hot all year basically um and there are just two teams rolling i just don't think denver has the firepower to compete with buffalo yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm actually gonna counter this with a Denver plus six, but I am gonna pick the Buffalo money line on most of my other tickets. But for this, for this, you know, for this pick, I'm going with the Bills. Uh, plus, or sorry, uh, the Broncos plus six and the over as well. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that Drew Locke having coming off that career game, he's gonna have another one. Uh, the other game we have on Saturday is the Carolina Panthers at the Green Bay Packers. Now the Packers get an eight point favorite at home. Yeah. With a 51.5 total, I don't see this one going necessarily any better for Carolina. Uh, I think that Carolina's got a good offense. Teddy likes to cover a lot. But I don't I don't know, man. Eight points eight points is usually a lot, but when it's when it's Aaron Rodgers, you know, it doesn't seem like that much. Yeah, it's it's so tough because there's been a couple of games that Aaron Rodgers we start to question what the heck is Aaron Rodgers doing. Yeah, fair. Um, you know, well, I mean, that's not even Aaron. I shouldn't even say Aaron Rodgers. The Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, to me, is the perfect quarterback. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, they've been covering the spread almost yes. every single week consistently. I, I cannot see them not covering again. Um, Carolina, their road to the playoffs is over. Christian McCaffrey doesn't look like he's going to play. If he does play, I might shift my the spread over maybe a point over. So yeah, that they could get that eight point. I would maybe say the Carolina spread is a little more enticing, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to play. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers, fav- the favorites. Yeah, I I am as well. I don't think there's much that can persuade me to go off of that point spread i understand that it seems larger and and people are they tend to to shy away from this in this situation though 65 percent of the people are on green bay to cover that eight points uh eight and a half a part of me so you know it could be all year right yeah why 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 would they stop now i can see it easily being a 10 point win for green bay so yeah you know, and especially coming off of if if I do if I am correct with the first game, usually the second game of those doubleheaders on the weekends tend to be either blowouts or closer, depending on the first game, right? So, yeah. I'm gonna go with you on that one. I think we're both uh, on the minus eight. Do you think this game goes over, fifty one? Um, yeah. I mean, like, it's prime time. People love betting the prime time game over. Mm-hmm. Um, I see this game more at closer to 48 i like the i like the number 48 rather mm-hmm. than 51 it seems a little high if i had to choose i would choose the over though yeah um, i don't have one on this one i i don't i don't like either over or under i think the 51 it, and a half is bang on yeah it's i i like I, like i said yeah i like 48 better 
51 and a half is bang on. I'm, I'm probably going to go with the over on this one, though. Okay. Um, you making that official? Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's good for the Saturday games. It seems yeah. like pretty much like a lock. The Sunday games, not so much of a lock. The first one we oh. got, Chicago Bears, Minnesota Vikings, divisional matchup. These, uh, you know, Vikings, I don't think they can get into the playoffs, can they, at this point? But um, No, they still got a road to the playoffs. Absolutely, okay. They and, and the Bears as well. Um, they, they can't, I don't think they can get in. So, uh, no, the, the Bears, the, they're I playing think the spoiler. Bears are done. Yeah, I think they're playing yeah. spoiler. The Bears are the three-point underdogs on the road in this matchup, 46.5 total. I, I When I seen this game right away, I just jumped all over that Bears money line. I don't think I'm going to go back off of it. I do believe that the Bears have this win in them. Um, I just don't I just don't like the Minnesota Vikings anymore. I think that their chances dwindling, losing to the Bucks was going to be, you know, that that was detrimental to their success this season. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go with the Bears on this one. I I'd, I'd even take the money line. I don't even think that the Vikings even win this game, so that's an interesting... You'd take the money line on the Bears. I am, yeah. I am taking the money line on the Bears. Oh, wow. Um, This one's a tough one for me. Um, David Montgomery's been running the ball really well the last two weeks. And, I mean, I wish he was running a little bit better earlier in the season. But that's yeah. either, here, either here nor there. <laughs> um, yeah, I I struggle with this, this line um, because we've seen... A lot of inconsistency from both of these teams. Yep. Um, if I had to choose, I'm probably going to go with the Vikings. Um, at ooh, you know what? No, I'm going to go. I'm I'm going to pivot. I'm going to go with the three point spread on on Chicago Bears. I think this is going to be a really close game. Nice. I like that. I like the audible. You know, sometimes you just got to do that. Sometimes you got to throw in the uh, Omaha, Omaha, like Peyton Manning and come out hot with that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, the reason why is because I believe that the Chicago Bears have a better defense um, and can stop the run game. Mm. Kurt Cousins, I mean, it's an 11 o'clock game, 10 o'clock game, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I just I just think the defense is going to show up for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I agree. I can't. I can't argue that. I think they're yeah. a way better defense, and they they've started to come on as of late. And with that run game, I think they'll be able to do, to whittle it down. So, yeah. I'm with you on that one. Uh, the Detroit Lions are, <laughs> they're they're dead to rights at this point. They're coming into the Tennessee Titans at 11 and point underdogs. I just think that's kind of disrespectful. But at the same point, Matt Stafford ain't even playing. 51 and a half total game. Is there any way that the Titans don't blow the roof off the joint in this one? 11 points. Yeah, give, give me this 11-point spread for the Titans. This one's an easy one. Um, I'm, I like They're going to run the ball on them like no tomorrow. I really um, hope they don't just for fantasy, val- fantasy points I because I, I'm playing uh, in my semifinals a guy that has Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, so I really same. need them just to go to Jonu Smith the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, um, maybe AJ Brown points. That yeah, there you be, go. That would be ideal. Yeah, if any time um, I need Ryan Tannehill to come through for me, it is this week. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't think that <laughs> if you know, I've talked so much trash about him all year about how he can't win games by himself, and I just hope he does it this week. I think that uh, you know, I'd be very, very happy if he did. There's no way I think that the Lions cover this. Like, there's no way. They're playing I, like, with Chase Daniels. Yeah, yeah. you know, I just they're five and fifteen straight up in their last twenty games. They're zero and five straight up in their last five against Tennessee. I just I can't see Detroit coming no, even close one, to this, this eleven one's points. An easy one for me. Yeah, the one thing that does scare me is seventy percent of people are on the Titans to cover this. That doesn't even scare me. No, you're uh, still. You still no, think uh, this one's Vegas just bites the bullet on this too one? Too easy. Um, I know the public money is on the Titans, rightfully so. Though sometimes the public's right. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta. The Vegas is gonna lose, right? Sometimes yeah. you just gotta accept that fact. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna stick with you on this one. I think the Titans cover that 11 points easily. The total, I'm not so sure on because we're getting a Chase Daniels team. So I don't think you know. I I think regardless, you get a maybe a 35 point game from the Titans. But what do we get from the Lions? Exactly, man. To, to I'm match going that. under. 
Ooh, you're going under with this I'm one. I'm going under on this one. You know what? I I'll go with the under as well. I'll I'll trust you on that one. I think that uh, you know what the Titans are going to just run the ball and they're not going to give the Lions any time to really come back with the garbage points. So I don't think you're wrong in that in that fact. Uh, the next thing we got is the Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts. The spread should be closer as this is a divisional game, but it's not. It's a seven and a half point favorite at home for the Colts. Fifty one point total. The Texans almost won this game a few weeks ago. If it wasn't for a last-second fumble in the red zone, they win this game, and we're looking at a totally different playoff picture. Do they have the same drive and momentum coming into this game? Because before that, I questioned the same thing last week, and you said that they would have the same drive, and they they pretty much did last week. Um, Yeah. Against the Colts, though, the Colts are rolling, man. Yeah. uh, this this one's a tough one because I don't know I, I there w- there was a shot on Deshaun Watson's face and he, and apparently he he like he left crying after the game like he was distraught he was he was visibly like mad yeah. um, and rightfully so he is literally doing everything he can to put this team on his back he can't he just literally can't I think this team I think he's given up this season and I think. I, I think any mortal man would. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think he's a more. I, I think he's a, a little bit more than a normal man. So I believe that uh, in this game, I'm picking the Houston Texans to cover the no seven and a half points. Way. I am. I really no think they cover it. Way. I wouldn't touch that money line. Wouldn't touch the Houston money line. But the point spread, a hundred percent, man. The sixty nine percent of people are on the Colts right now. The Colts are rolling. Don't get me wrong. But we know how much we hate Philip Rivers. We're almost we almost should get a sign made up of how much we hate Philip Rivers. But this man is loved in the Colts. I don't know how I don't know why, but he's loved in Indianapolis. Um, Jonathan Taylor is poised for a huge game, massive game. But I do think that the Texans cover the seven and a half points. No way. I I, I completely disagree with you. Um, this I I got the Colts covering. Uh, I got the. It's it's a game. It's basically a name of the favorites this week, um, and yeah, for me at least, yep. favorites are on top in most of my games. And I and I'm also gonna hit the over on this one. I think it goes over because yeah, it has to go over for Deshaun to win this game. <laughs> so, um, I I would say it's gonna go over because it seems like every Colts game goes over. Um, so I need this game it. to go over as well as I have Deshaun Watson as my quarterback. Maybe I'm a little biased. Yeah, and T.Y. a little biased. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'm just praying a little bit that this game goes crazy. Uh, maybe don't take my uh, advice on this Texans game and listen to Lester because I think he might have the uh, key to victory on that one. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars coming into Baltimore. The ever-so-hot Baltimore Ravens coming off a huge win, 47-42 against the Cleveland Browns. They are 13-point favorites at home against these jaguars 47 point total this has a narrative game written all over it my friend calais campbell gets to play the jacksonville jaguars and you know who else gets to play the jaguars mr yannick nagakwe yeah who was very much had a bad fallout with this jacksonville team He's ready. He, and you know what Gardner said? He's scared. He's he's nervous to play Yannick because Yannick's going to bring it. So, I don't know. Uh, listen, I am, I I love what Baltimore's been doing for the last two weeks. Um, they seem to have the ball rolling. I don't have a doubt in my mind that they're not going to win this game. But 13-point spread is a little big for me. Um, I agree. Only because, well, I mean, Marquise Brown hasn't done anything. Uh, lately, he he did catch that touchdown uh, in the Cleveland game, but he did have three crucial drops that yeah. almost led to us losing that game. He's on the COVID list with two other wide receivers. I don't know, man. I think you're right on this one. I think 13 points is a little bit much for any team, mind you. But we have seen Baltimore come out and absolutely obliterate teams before. But we've also seen Baltimore lose to this very same Jacksonville team, mind you. The players were a bit different. Yeah. A, a few years back in England, Jacksonville beat them, I think, 44-7. Um, something crazy like that. Blake Bortles hung four touchdowns on us. So, I mean, we can't take this team lightly. We can't take any team lightly in the NFL. We see what happens when teams take other teams lightly. 
I do think that the Jacksonville Jaguars cover this 13 points. But, man, it's, it's, it hurts me to do that because the Ravens are rolling right now. They absolutely are. Um, they've I, I, after after Lamar Jackson had that poop. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 he, the Paul Pierce. He, yeah, he seemed to be re- a revitalized man. You know, he he saw God or something. Yeah, he's yeah he's on another level right now. Yeah, he really is playing well, and I don't know Jacksonville to me um, is kind of the bottom of the barrel. Um, uh, you know, like they're they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence, uh, but what you do see in Jacksonville is that they they play teams tight and they play teams hard. Mm-hmm. This is why you have these close games, and Jacksonville likes to cover. Likes to cover, and that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, they like to they like to cover, and they like to come back and score those points at the very end of the game. And I'm telling you yeah. right now, Baltimore's defense isn't really they're not stout right now. They were amazing at the beginning of the year. But they've fallen off, and yeah. you know another little glaring stat that was staring at me in the face was Jacksonville's five and zero against the spread in their last five against Baltimore. Thirteen points is just kind of disrespectful. I think they use that as bulletin board material. I got the Jags covering this, but I do have this game as an over forty-seven because you know if it's going to be a Gardner shootout, I do believe that it's going to be over forty-seven. Lamar's not going to just take this game lightly either. Yeah, I could see this being. You know, I would say probably seventeen to to twenty one. No, 17. Ooh, you're going under then. Yeah, I could see this. It's it's tight. It's close. I would rather see this. I would probably tease this to forty five. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, that's where I would feel comfortable. Um, but yeah, if I had to choose, I'd go under. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Like, it, it's a close game. I mean, I'm it's with you too, on that it's one. Too, it's gonna be it's too, like they got the spread really, 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 really um, well there. Like, it's it's it's. I think it's a bang on spread. Yeah, I agree. So I, I, I'd want to tease this down if, but if I if I did, had to choose it, I I, I agree with the the comfort. I like making myself more comfortable with those those totals, yeah. right? Uh, the next thing we got is a, another divisional game. The New England Patriots look to be spoilers against these Miami Dolphins, which the Miami Dolphins have tried to do so many years against these Patriots. The Dolphins, it's basically a pick'em game, but the Dolphins are one and a half point favorites at home right now. 41 and a half point total, which I think is too much. I think this game maybe goes 14 to 10. Uh, I got the Dolphins in this game, but it's it's a game that I'm not confident in whatsoever. You know what would make me more confident? If Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> yeah, laced him up. I agree. Because I would feel so much better oh, um, if he was playing, if he was under center. I, I'm I'm not even kidding. I 100% um, agree. Belichick's uh, just, his record against rookie quarterbacks is just outstanding. Absolutely. And that look, that in alone is terrifying. Look at what he did to Herbert. Yeah. Look at, like, he is, like, I would not let him near the field i would healthy scratch this game <laughs> for tua like no like i'm not letting belichick like he is going to break Tua's con it like and don't get get me wrong tua has not been playing well the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. he like he hasn't played bad but you know the defense has lit bailed him out mm-hmm. um they really have i i, I think this Oh, I want to lean so bad to the New <laughs> New England Patriots. I have to pick the Miami Dolphins because it's the smart play mm-hmm. um, on the spread. But honestly, like if New England won this game, I I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. And I'm also going the under. Um, I actually just seen a huge piece of information here that I'm audibling to the New England Patriots. Uh, Mike Jacecki is not playing on Sunday. Devontae Parker is questionable on Sunday. Grant is questionable on Sunday. Oh my god. That's their whole offense, bro. And and, uh, their new running back, uh, Salvin Ahmed, he's questionable for Sunday. I think that you're right. I think he's well, I think you're going to get your wish regardless. I think we see Fitzpatrick by the third quarter. <laughs> and 
you know, New England, I think this they got this one wrapped up in a pretty little bow. You know what? I'm also going to audible. Uh, <laughs> that that bit of news definitely changes a lot of things. I'm also, but we're we're both sticking with the under, hey? Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's still yeah. it's still the under because I don't see any of the either of these teams. I think the Patriots average two point six points per quarter, and mm-hmm. uh, the lowest amongst <clears throat> pardon me, the lowest amongst everybody in the league. I don't think they're going to get it going against this off or this Miami defense that just picked off. Mr. Patrick Mahomes three times in a game. It's just not what I think happens. So, uh, yeah, I do go with the under on this one. Absolutely. Uh, The next thing we got, a surprise team in this Washington football team. They are are looking good. They're at home to the Seattle Seahawks as six-point home underdogs, 44.5-point total. The total seems a little wonky to me, but the spread – the spread is bang on. I think the football, the Washington football team is actually surprisingly good this yeah. the last few weeks. Um, this, the, yeah, the spread is, is, oh man, this is interesting. Uh, who, I, you know what? I, I was thinking about this all day and I'm like, cause I, I looked at the spread and I'm, I'm like, okay, could Russell Wilson just, could he beat the spread? Absolutely. He could, mm-hmm. but Looking at this Washington football team, they yeah, have been unreal. good. Here's the thing, though. Alex Smith may not play. It's looking more and more like he won't play. Yeah, we're going to get um, Haskins. We're, yeah, he, he sat out today. He sat out practice today. Um, Gibson isn't going to play. It looks like he's not going <clears> to <throat> play at least. He didn't practice. He was just over on the sideline doing some running drills. Yeah. Um, so that does affect... A lot of things and if it's Haskins I have to pick the Seahawks at, at minus six even though it hasn't looked good the last couple of weeks I won't lie do you do you like that whole narrative of quarterbacks fighting for their job again like he has a chance to win back what he lost earlier in the season he sat behind Alex Smith he's seen a great comeback story he's got a great defense that's firing on all cylinders right now and playing against a quarterback that we both know does not play very well against a great pass rush. Look at what happens when he plays the Rams. Yeah. When he's got somebody like Aaron Donald in his face, he panics, bro. And yeah. now he gets somebody like Chase Young, who in my eyes last week, he almost solidified himself as one of those future generational defenders. Now, I know it's early in his career, so it's hard to say. But when a guy just he personally wins the game on as a defensive lineman that's Warren Sapp stuff you don't see Uh, that absolutely but what I will say is it's two different um two two different um positions you got a defensive end and a defensive tackle yeah for sure but uh Chase Young uh, at the end there Russell Wilson will see him Mm, as opposed to Aaron Donald yeah coming up the gut there coming up the gut Russell Wilson's a shorter guy, right? He's, like, no taller than you or I, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is why he struggles with with, uh, pressure up the gut. Um, That being said, though, you're right. He does, if you do get a little bit of pressure on Russell Wilson, he does tend to struggle. On the other hand, Dwayne Haskins is not a good quarterback. I have seen a lot of tape on Dwayne Haskins and I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt he is not a good quarterback yeah I'm not arguing with him on that one I just thought maybe he kind of you know he, pl- he plays that momentum no I, I don't see it I like he reminds me of RG3 except for less mobile R- yeah less mobile and RG ha- honestly RG3 has a better had a better arm that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I so what's your pick on this one? Then the Seahawks cover that six. Yeah, I'm gonna say the Seahawks. Are, if if Alex Smith doesn't play, mm-hmm. Seahawks are covering this six. If Alex Smith does play, which it doesn't look like he will, but if he does, no. give me the plus six for Washington. Interesting. I like that. Um, you know what? I'm I'm feeling lucky. I'm going with the skin or not the skin. Sorry, I take that back. I'm going with yeah, the Washington, Washington football team. Football, yes. I am rolling with them. I think they cover this six points, and I wouldn't even be shocked if they win the game. Um, I won't take the money line. I'm not feeling that lucky. 
but I am taking the six points. I do think they got it in them because Seattle had a game against the Dolphins earlier in the year where they almost lost that game, and it was the same sort of script. Miami doesn't really have that good of an offense, but their defense is stellar, and it's the same thing with Washington. They don't really have that good of an offense, especially with no Gibson, but their defense is stellar. I'm going to stick with the Washington football team on this one to cover the six points, but I'm staying away from that total. Yeah, I I would probably go with the over if I but I the reason I don't like the total is because you just don't know which quarterback you're going to get at. No. In Washington there, so No. I'd probably stay away as well. Uh, the next thing we got is the 49ers at the Dallas Cowboys as 3-point favorites on the road. This Dallas Cowboys team, they're still fighting. They still got a playoff chance. Um and Dalton looking stellar against his old squad. This Dallas Cowboys team came out firing on defense for once. Uh, mind you, it was against Bengals. <laughs> this Niners team, they stumbled. If it wasn't for them, I would have went perfect throughout that whole day, basically. Do you have a, a side you're leaning towards? I know you're a Cowboys fan. Well, usually not this season. Usually, yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, um, I just think the 49ers are a better football team. This one's a tough one as well because, you know, I don't feel like... I, I feel like if you look at the quarterback matchup, you, you, you'd give it to Dallas. Yeah. But the 49ers' defense is getting healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what scares me with this game. Um, I don't feel like I, ha- I, ha- like I have a clear-cut favorite, but if I had to choose, I'm going to pick the 49ers. You know, uh, I was the same way. I was kind of torn on this game because... The Cowboys showed me something last week that they kind of they still wanted this playoff spot, that they weren't down and out yet. And the Niners showed me that they were down and out, and they don't have anything without George Kittle. They don't have anything without Jimmy Garoppolo, as much as I don't think he's really the quarterback there or for them. Mm-hmm. I don't think this Niners team really has it anymore. I, I thought their defense would have been able to stop Washington, and they couldn't. I, I know the Washington defense was the winners in that matchup, but at the same point, with a team like San Francisco, you would have expected them to run the ball much more. You would have expected them to, to kill that clock, to, to you yeah, know to be more efficient with Absolutely. The run game. And Absolutely. they weren't and they weren't. They they were non existent. And if they come and if the Cowboys come out firing on defense like they did last weekend against the Bengals, they got this game wrapped up. I think it goes back to what we were talking about with the playoffs. Which team needs a playoff spot more? Which team is going to play the spoiler role? I think the Niners aren't even that team that I'd be nervous about playing a spoiler role. They don't have any really skilled players. If they had George Kittle playing, absolutely, I'd be looking at the Niners. But I'm going with the Cowboys on this one. I think the Cowboys easily take this game. I'm going to take their money line and their point wow. spread. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, well... That's great for a vote of confidence. I, I still have my doubts, but um, yeah, I'm 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 going with the San Francisco San Francisco at minus three. Um, it's just to me, I feel like they, the defense, can win this game. Mm-hmm. We've seen under pressure what and who Andy Dalton is, and it's not a very good quarterback. Um, and the O line in Dallas hasn't I mean they're all injured everybody's mm-hmm. injured in Dallas um so I mean I I'm gonna I'm gonna say the under in this game as well yeah I I don't have a a pick on the total that's why I just yeah I'm, I'm staying away from that one because that total I don't know what San Francisco team we're gonna get right yeah um the public actually is siding with Dallas on this one 65 percent of people are rolling with the Cowboys on this game. 63% of people are going with the over on this game, which to me is a little bit interesting. I didn't yeah. expect that many people to be on an over in a game where the you know the Niners can't score points. Um, moving on to the next game we got here is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Atlanta Falcons. The Bucks are six-point favorites on the road in this one, 49.5-point total. Uh, this game, I'm easily, confidently smashing the over on this one. Hammer that one as hard as I can. And I think that the Bucks, I think they got this uh, point spread as well, minus six. Interesting. I, I mean, like, Atlanta hasn't been playing well. Um, Todd Gurley 
you know, having that knee injury has really affected what they want to do. Yeah. Um, they they basically abandoned the game or the run game uh, last week, and yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I I, I don't think this Atlanta team uh, has much fight left in them. They know that the season's lost, so yeah, give me the minus six for Tampa Bay as well. Yeah, um, it's an easy one. I I think the Atlanta team they got nothing left there. Julio's not going to play. Like you said, you touched on the run game. The run game is absent. I don't know what has happened to that run game. Todd Gurley, I feel like, is done. Maybe he has a rejuvenation year next year, some kind of reincarnation in the offseason. He hits a fountain of youth or something, whatever he's missing, man. Maybe he has that deer antler spray that Ray Lewis had. But something's got to happen for, for Todd Gurley at this point because that run game is atrocious. Uh, he's got to go to Germany like Peyton Manning did. Ah, oh, something, man. He's really got to get going because he's he had all the talent in the world. Uh, I wasn't very sold on him a few seasons, but then he kind of, you know, he was that touchdown guy where he'd come out and score three touchdowns a game sometimes because he was that goal line dude, but just doesn't seem like he's got it in him anymore. Um, yeah. We're both on agreement in this one. Bucks by six, and yeah. I assume you're gonna I would, smash it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch this total though. I like Tom Brady has not been playing well. Um, like, sure, he had a pretty good game last week. He was mm-hmm. able to actually throw a forty-yard touchdown for the first time for the first time this season. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm leaning more towards the under. That's why this game kind of scares me because I know Matt Matt Ryan can sling the ball and he can get 20 points by himself. I've seen it before. Especially at home. Especially at home. Uh, next game we got is the Jets at the Rams. First of the afternoon games. We have three afternoon games. We were spoiled with six last week. Uh, this week we have the Jets at the Rams 17-point underdogs. The Rams are... You know, they're looking like world beaters right now. They're looking like the team they were two years ago when they went to the Super Bowl. This 17-point spread, though, I mean, the Jets got to win at some point. And, I mean, I don't think they're going to win necessarily, but yeah, I think I'm with you. I think it's way too big. It's too big. Uh, this one's an easy one for me. New York Jets plus 17, that's an easy one. I got to agree with you on this one. I do think this game, the I will stay away from the total, the 43 and a half. Not confident in that one. Just because I don't know if I'm going to get the Jared Goff that likes to throw three interceptions or the Jared Goff that likes to throw three touchdowns and 300 yards. So that's where I'm I'm kind of at with that one. The one thing I will say is Cam Akers. He has come on to as of late. Life. Yeah. Absolutely. And the I think great, he can, Go ahead. The, la- the last round of, of, of uh, your draft is really paying off for some people because picking cam Akers at like in round 14 or 15 is mm-hmm. fantastic yeah he was uh, a late bloomer for sure but he is leading this la rams team on a very strong push here at the end i just don't think they're gonna have 17 point difference because sean McVay as well like yeah maybe he runs up the score but at the same time i think he's gonna be smart in this one and i don't think he's gonna try to let his quarterback throw the game away you know, so I think they do run the ball, run the rock, and just keep it close. Um, keep it, keep it low. You know what I'm saying? Keep so it, yeah, keep it low. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm with you. I'd stay away from this, uh, this point spread, or yeah, this uh, total, because you just don't know. Um, the interesting thing on this one: 71% of people are on the Rams to cover this 17 points. So, you know, we're going to be we're going to be in a very small boat of people on this one, but I got to agree, man. I don't think the Rams are going to cover 17 points. I just I can't see it. See, this is this is how Vegas likes to make their money, you know? You you get a, a huge push on with the uh, with uh, the Titans on co- covering the 11 points or whatever. Mhm. And the New York Jets, LA, it's 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 basically the same game, but seventeen points. I, like, I, I see what Vegas is doing here. Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to they're trying to bank. This happened um, maybe four or five weeks ago, and 
it was the same sort of scenario. All the money, 70% more on one side. And it seemed like a lock. It seemed like, oh, this team's going to blow this guy. These guys, I believe, it was the Titans. And yeah. it just didn't happen that way. There was Titans and the Bengals. And the, yeah. the Bengals ended up beating the Titans. Uh, I don't think the Jets can beat them. If they do, hats off to the Jets. Yeah, uh, I I just think they make this game a little bit closer. It'll be their Super Bowl. <clears throat> it will. Oh, oh, buddy, don't even say that because that makes me want to bet that 11, plus 1,100 money line. Um, <laughs> anyways, second game we got here, the Philadelphia Eagles at the Arizona Cardinals. Philly coming off a huge win, six-point underdogs on the, in this one, 49.5-point total. I want to say quickly about the Philadelphia Eagles situation here. Does it remind you of the Baltimore situation a few seasons ago? So they have a quarterback that wins the Super Bowl, signs a lengthy, lucrative contract. Then he starts to get hurt, falls off the plateau, becomes what everybody thought he was. Then they draft a running back that's mobile, pretty good on his feet. People don't really necessarily believe in him as much as the other ones in the draft. He gets his shot midway through the season on a late playoff push of $40 million dudes on the bench. Man, it, it's got Baltimore written all over it from two years ago. I love this scenario right now. I mean, I, I there, at least there's some hope in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, for, like, uh, there was no light at the end of the tunnel there. Like, there was Carson none. Wentz was god-awful and he has been god-awful i don't know what they're going to do with their that contract um and all that dead money if they do cut him or if they do trade him and that's what i'm saying man i think that it's it reminds me perfectly of that scenario and yeah. i think that jalen hurts is he's just feeding off that last week he came in and he he played his ass off he played amazing against the new orleans saints defense that is arguably one of the best in the league I think this game is an easy, easy cover for the Philadelphia Eagles. <clears throat> you know what? I may be crazy, but I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win this game. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like the the cover is easy, and I think that even the money line would be something that you got to look at because. Yeah, give me the money line this week on the Philadelphia Eagles. I hate saying that, but oh my god, give me the money line. You know, like. Why not jump back on that train? They they yeah. led me to the promised land last week against a better team in the Saints. But I will say, the reason I really went for the Philadelphia Eagles wasn't necessarily because of the quarterback change like it was, but it was more because their defense, I felt, could have stopped um, Taysom, Taysom, Hill. Taysom Hill. And I, I think in this situation, it's a little bit different because the Cardinals, you know, they got a good offense. Uh, not saying the Saints don't, but it's a little bit different when you got a better uh, when you have Taysom Hill there. But yeah. Kyler Murray seems to, I don't know. I I think this defense is going to get to him. I think that Kyler Murray is going to have a hard time against this Philadelphia Eagles defense. They, you got a do you got a side that you're that you're leaning towards? Like, and in, in, are you are you going with the money line or are you going with the spread? You know, I'm going to take both. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna make a bunch of lines, and I think that I'm gonna be heavy on both the money line and the point spread. And then that way, I'll just stay away from that total. I, I think that the Philadelphia Eagles got this game in the bag, man. Yeah. Um. Yo, give me that total uh, on the over. Uh, I'm I'm going money line and the over on with Philadelphia Eagles. Nice. I like it. Um. Yeah. It just seems like a wrap, right? It just seems like Jalen Hurts is that guy now. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's it, it's Jalen Hurts' job to lose, and I think he's already won it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, the next game we have is the Kansas City Chiefs at the New Orleans Saints. This game at the beginning of the season looked like it was going to be the Super Bowl preview. Uh, now, not so much. Three point favors for the Kansas City Chiefs. Fifty-one and a half point total. Is this too little of a spread for the Chiefs? Is I don't think Drew Brees is gonna play, is he? No, he's not. Well, well, you know Sean Payton, right? He likes to beat around the bush with these decisions. Yeah. He did say that he there they activated him, but they're not gonna rush him if he's asymptomatic. I don't even know what the hell that means when you have lung issues or whatever. I just I believe that you're still gonna see Taysom Hill, and I think that this spread is way too small for yeah. the Chiefs. Um, I agree. Um, with Patrick Mahomes as the quarterback, um, I'm going to pick them to cover basically 90% of the time, mm-hmm. um, unless the 
it's like a 21 point spread and then even then i have to think about it right like so when you're when we talk about a three point spread to cover like Mm -hmm. give me that any day you know they they uh, honestly they've been 0 and 5 they're 0 and 5 against the spread in their last five it's got to turn around at some point you know they're 8 and 0 straight up but they're not very good against that spread because they've been such large spreads and just seeing this one it's almost a lock for me i think kansas city walks all over them last week he threw uh three interceptions but he also threw 394 passing yards on 28 attempts i believe so the guy is unreal i think kansas city's on the on a war path right now to the super bowl not many teams going to be able to stop them and i don't think the saints are going to be one of them right now it's kansas city and everybody else oh without a doubt man without a doubt um odd sharks has the saints winning this game 28 to 20 uh obviously they're on some sort of crack because i can't see that ever happening um no i don't see that happening either do you think this game is gonna hit that over 51 um yeah i think it's i think it's gonna hit the over um it's gonna be close i i see this being at around like 54 points uh but i do see the over happening yeah i agree um i'm gonna hit the over on this one i think it's an easy over for me i think man i I wouldn't doubt it if kansas city gets 40 of those points on their own i agree Uh, the last game we have is the cleveland browns at the new york giants six point favorites for the cleveland browns on the road in this one 44 point total the new york giants aren't out of the hunt yet who do you have in this one you know what baker mayfield showed me a lot um that monday night was it Monday or Sunday? I can't Monday. Monday. Monday night, yeah. Um, yeah, I I can't see Cleveland losing this game. Game, it's they're they're a good football team, um, mm-hmm. and while I don't think Baker Mayfield is a quarterback that's going to win a Super Bowl, I think he's a good enough quarterback to beat a lot of. He's he reminds me of Matt Ryan for some reason. <laughs> You know, it's just like he won't ever win a Super Bowl, but, like, he'll win a lot of games. Yeah, he'll just be there. <laughs> yeah. He'll just be there. He'll just be there. Um, at, and at minus six, um, yeah, it, it looks like, uh, yeah, the this Giants team is kind of depleting. The The defense is very good, but without your, starting, without your starting running back or quarterback, it's, it's tough to – Tough to win in this league. So you're going uh, Browns to cover that? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Um, you can see where I'm going with this one. I'm going with oh the Giants. Oh um, God. Giants money line. And you know, I'm all about these narratives. Uh, Funny narrative. You just want Baltimore to no, make no, no. the playoffs no. so bad. No, no, no. Because I, I still believe Cleveland's going to finish ahead of us. <laughs> I do think, though, this is this is narrative street. You have Freddie Kitchens coming in for Jason Garrett, who, <clears throat> pardon me, has COVID. And he's going to be calling the shots here. The He's the offensive coordinator coming yeah. in this game. And he's got Colt McCoy, who's got a, a little revenge in him too, uh, old Cleveland Browns quarterback. I believe that those two are going to connect. I think Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, they're going to have some big games, man. I, I've i seen weaknesses in that Cleveland defense. I just, I don't know. I, I, I just have a sneaky suspicion this Sunday nighter, Cleveland can't come out and mop them. Maybe they do, but I don't know. When I seen this game earlier and got flexed to the night game, I jumped on the Giants. I thought Vegas, CBS, they all seen something in this Giants team clearly to make them want to be that flexed game. So, Absolutely. They're on top of the division, basically. <laughs> yeah, pro- well, yeah. But, but, I mean, like, I understand why, why you go that way. And... I, the juice is good enough to take it, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, if you th- if you think that like they can, do you, do you think they can win this game? Absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm going with the money line on this one. Oh, you're sorry. You're going with the money line. Oh yeah. my goodness. I don't even. The yeah. Ju- yeah. So the juice is good enough for the money line for sure, 100. percent And yeah, they absolutely could win this game. Like I think they cover hands down, but I'm taking my chances on the money line too. Oh my god, I I, I just don't see that happening. I, I, I completely disagree. I, it could happen, but I just I don't see it happening. And the only reason is because of the Freddie Kitchen's new, Kitchen news. You oh, know, wow. he was shit on out there, and they said that it wasn't his job. 
He's got something to prove, man. I guess. Yeah. Uh, last game we got of this slate. Uh, Pittsburgh Cincy seems like it's going to be a wash. Uh, minus 13 for the Pittsburgh Steelers on the road. Favorites for this one. 40.5 point total. Big Ben is, I think, uh, 7,000,002 against the Bengals. So I'm going with Pittsburgh Steelers on this one. I'm going with the point spread as well. I think they cover this one. They're going to blow the Bengals out of the water because they need a statement game and they need it now. And yeah. what better team? Yeah, um, I also agree with you. Um, I, I don't see this game being close. Um, you're right. They need a statement game. They need mm-hmm. to. They need to put their stamp on the division, because, I mean, like, shoot, we were talking about this was the the team that was going to beat Kansas City for that for that Super Bowl spot. Mm-hmm. Right, like this, that that Pittsburgh was the only team that had a shot, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, lately they've shown that they are just mortal men. Yeah, you know, and James Conner is looking questionable, and it's only it, to me that's the that's a bright side. They got Benny Snell, who I believe is a better running back than James Conner, and maybe wow. not maybe not overall like every year, but right now. Give me a healthy Connor. You know that seems unfair, but a healthy Connor this season, I still think I'd take Benny Snell over him. He's shown me more. He's shown me way more. Yeah. He's he's yeah, I agree. You know he's had some big games when he wasn't even supposed to be starter. So I, I love I love that. The one thing I don't like is the juju, bad juju uh, that, that he's giving to this team. He's dancing on everybody's logo before the games. Have you seen this? Yeah, he and. Yeah, I, I don't like it either. It's bad juju. I don't. I completely agree with you. It's horrible, man. And you know, people were yelling, uh, were coming at me on Twitter and saying, "Oh, that's that's not true. There's no." And I was saying, "You obviously don't watch sports because nobody dances on their own logo to begin with in the locker room. That's ridiculous. That's yeah. the worst karma you can give your team ever is going and standing on your own logo in your locker room." Yeah, and not to mention you're a superstitious guys. So. I'm too superstitious, but I mean, so are sports athletes, and, Absolutely. and you don't do that. But he was to- he told uh, reporters this this week that he was sticking to his his uh, routine, and he did not care. His regimen. Damn, I, I don't I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I don't really care, but I do believe in bad juju, and I do believe that is bad juju. I just wish that uh, he would have done this a couple of seasons ago when Perfect was still on the Bengals. Oh my God! He wouldn't no. make it to the center. He wouldn't make it to the center line. He would have, like, he would have taken out off his head. It would have been <laughs> just like the TO version, right? Like, and yeah. and that's the funniest thing ever to me. So uh, yeah, I got the I got the Steelers minus thirteen. Yeah, so do I. And uh, you know what? I'll just take the over on this one as well. Um. Yeah, I, I, you'd have to pick the over. Um, it's yeah, it, I'd I'd stay away from this total because um, this could be one of those low-scoring Pittsburgh. Yeah, like, gross like ones. Thirty-three to friggin' ten. Yeah, one of those really really gross ones. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I'm gonna still stick with the over. Um, before we go, let's do uh, our quick draft at Kings thing. Um, you know. Yes. I, I like it. Uh, we got a few more weeks to win this Millie, so why not now? Why not now? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, we've been, done pretty well over the last little while. And we haven't um, even really been focused on it. No, I mean, like, before we were, that was our main goal, but now, you know, things change. You know, we're, we've, 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 come to the, we've come to the dark side, which is... Uh, <laughs> game lines and honestly more lucrative and i find them more fun yeah i agree because you can bet more and it's not so much you're not playing algorithms you know what i mean you're not playing all these robots uh let's start out with our value x factor and a lock of the week um i actually i want to start out with my lock of the week because i'm scared you're going to take him this week Uh, my lock of the week is jonathan taylor um mad against the houston (laughs) texans you're so right i was gonna take I knew it. See, that's why I wanted to jump on him first. I think Jonathan Taylor. Well, I don't have to explain him to you then. Uh, he's got no. all the all the makings of a blowout game here. He just did amazing against the Raiders. I think he does the same thing against this Houston defense. Uh, yeah, I think Jonathan Taylor seventy two hundred. You can't go wrong with that one. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, I agree. Jonathan Taylor has, over the last little while, been unstoppable, and I don't think that changes. Uh, he's he's too good. Uh, like I, I I coming out of college. Did you see that breakaway speed last week? Like oh, oh my goodness gracious! I didn't think he had that kind of speed. And he was on the Pat McAfee show, and every time a player goes on the Pat McAfee show, the following weekend they blow up. So they I'm just going with, going with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, do you have a lock now? Even though I took yours. Yeah. So. You know, this guy's a little bit uh, underpriced, in my opinion. Um, but, man, he has been targeted like no tomorrow. And that's Brandon Ayuk. Oh, interesting. Brandon Ayuk at 6,300. So last week targeted 16 times. Wow. For um, 119 yards. Wow. Um, the week before that, nine targets. But the week before that, 14, 10 you know, targets. It doesn't surprise me because when he was out and they had Richie James there, and Richie James went for, what, uh, nine, like 200 15, yards or something like yeah, that? Two, yeah. It was the same situation, and he filled in Ayuk's spot. Yeah, absolutely. Like, And I think we're seeing that like they wanted to make Brandon Ayuk that number one wide receiver. I think he's mm. turning into that one number one wide receiver and he will turn into a number one wide receiver as of next year. Um, so that's my lock of the week. And yeah, I'm so comfortable with that. That's, um, I'm excited to play. He's going to be in like literally probably 80% of my lineups. <laughs> I like it. Um, do you have a value pick? Yeah. So, my value pick this week, and it was going to be Ayuk. I think he was a little bit too high. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week, I was kind of like teetering between two people, but um, Sammy Watkins. Um, so he hasn't been targeted. He was hurt over the last little while, um, but he tends to have these really big blow-up games. Mm-hmm. Um, he had one, I think it was in week one. Yeah, and he's he hasn't had one since, really. No. Um, I think this is the week where he goes off for, I think it's like seven catches and 150 yards and two touchdowns. Um, and at 4,600, that's extreme value. Yeah, it is. And in a game that I believe is going to be one of the largest scoring of the weeks, uh, the week, I, I can see that. My value pick is going to be Willie Sneed because they have no number one Marquise Brown anymore. It's all on Willie Sneed's shoulders. He's only 4,300, and I think Lamar Jackson's going to look for his guy every time. Willie Sneed seems to be that dude, and without it, Marquise Brown, I was kind of leaning towards Duvernay, but I just he hasn't proven himself enough, so I'm just going to stick with Willie Sneed at that price. Yeah, and I mean, Willie Sneed, he's always that like great PPR machine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he's going to have like 10 t- catches in one game yeah um and that might be this might be the game yeah you know he averages about six targets a game so to me i think that's that's fine at 4300 you can really get some good um production out of somebody like that my x factor uh this one i was going to stick with jk dobbins because i think they get the lead but i'm not going to anymore i'm going to pivot this one my x factor is going to be Smith Jr., the tight end for the Minnesota Vikings at 3,600. I think that this guy is is going to get two tugs this weekend. I think he's going to get two touchdowns at 3,600. I think he's going to be one of those low-end tight ends that just go off. And I think he's the X factor in that Minnesota offense right now. Yeah, uh, uh, that's fair. The only problem that I have with that is like goal line touches. Typically, Dalvin Cook doesn't miss. And but, I yeah, but it's Chicago, and that's why. But it's Chicago. Yeah. That's what I, that's what yeah. I was gonna say. Like I I like that play because Chicago's D line is so good. Yeah, you know, and they're gonna try to shut that down, and I and I just think that Kirk's not gonna have enough time to get the ball loose to his deep targets, and he's gonna have to go to Smith Jr. Um, for those ones. So, um, my value pick of the week, um, or sorry, my uh, X factor, my uh, X factor of the week, um, it you know. The Detroit Lions have been playing abysmally. abysmally. <laughs> they have not played well. Um, but you know who has played well? Um, Cephas from, uh, no, sorry, Marvin Jones Jr. <laughs> Marvin Jones Jr. 
um, he's this reliable target that's going to get you a ceiling 13 points but or sorry uh, a floor th 13 points but a ceiling of 28 points yeah so um, and with Kenny Galladay not going to be he's not going to play he's, he's he, they should they should honestly uh, just like shut him down for the season like he, he's not going to play no he's not uh, uh, Marvin Jones to me is a solid pick I like that pick. I think that if they're going to score points, I mean, it's going to be Hawkinson or it's going to be Marvin Jones Jr., so yeah. why not? Uh, yeah, that about wraps it up for this edition of Inside the Booth, uh, Week 14. It's going to be a hot one. It's going to be a, a fire streak, I think, still going for us here on the pod. And I do believe that it's going to be a, a, it's going to be a decisive week for a few teams here. You know, there's going to be a very clear picture of the playoffs come Tuesday morning. Yeah, I agree with you. So, actually, I got a question for you. You know, yep. now that we're kind of starting to wrap up football, we've got what six weeks left or yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you you've been thinking about some uh, basketball? I have. I have. I think uh, you know maybe this can turn into a basketball podcast soon enough. Um, stay tuned to some social media because we've been hitting some basketball picks here. Well, I have been anyways. I've, I've been loving this preseason basketball. You know, you got to do something in the offseason of NFL, and the NBA yeah. fits in perfectly when it comes out uh, here in December, at the end of December. Absolutely. And you know what? I have grown this love for DraftKings basketball mm -hmm. so, as of last year when you guys got me into betting on basketball. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think that's that's in the plans. I I I, I would really enjoy that. So yeah, I uh, I think it's a it's a good uh, a good transition from the NFL for sure. Um, anyways, check us out on social media on Twitter, uh, Facebook, all you can. Um, yeah, hit us up if you got any questions, comments, concerns. Good luck to everybody. Good luck to you, Lester. I hope you, you crush. Too. One of us got to take down that million uh, DraftKings this weekend. And good luck in your year-long as well. I know you're still in one. Oh, you you too. Hopefully uh, we win our year-long so we get those bragging rights. Yeah, you know, those are those are almost better than the money itself. <laughs> oh, sometimes it is. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> uh, thanks for checking us out, and we'll see you next week on Inside the Booth. <laughs>